Hi, and welcome to Crypto Chats, a podcast that explores cryptids, alien encounters, and ghost stories. This episode was previously recorded for a different type of media, so please ignore all mentions of videos and specific photos. Um, Links to all the photos that are mentioned in this video are in the description. really cool cryptid that's like in pretty close proximity to me I mean as in close proximity is in like a couple hours for me um, it's a drivable distance um, we're gonna talk about the Dover demon um, so the Dover demon is really cool looks like a little alien I feel like a lot of cryptids kind of look like little aliens but that's okay because we like them anyway um, and it's funny too because um, I also live in a town called Dover um, and me and my friends, we all refer to my cat as the Dover Demon because um, she's like a little crabby and she also looks like an alien. Um, but I just, I always think it's funny because it's like, which Dover Demon are we talking about? Um, this time we're going to talk about the cryptid one, not the cat one. Um, but yeah, so hope you guys enjoy. Oh, this is my cat. This is the Dover Demon. Um, her name is Molly. She's very, very cute, but she does have these little alien eyes and a tiny little head and kind of an attitude and there she goes. Okay, so in April of 1977, um, there were two days consecutively that had a total of three sightings. Um, this is in Dover, Massachusetts. Um, so basically these teenagers, all three of these teenagers spotted this like weird creature with um, a weird round kind of head and like big eyes um i feel like a lot of cryptids have like really big eyes and that's like their defining feature but this guy has really big eyes and like tendril like fingers um which is so strange but i don't know i kind of hate the idea of like calling fingers tendril like like if it if it accurately describes it then like fine but in general i'm like i don't really like that just seems creepy <laughs> um but they also like all these teenagers said that it, its eyes were glowing which is crazy um so on the evening of april 21st we have 15 year old bill bill bartlett um who claimed to have seen this creature that i just described um on farm street in dover massachusetts um and that same, same evening, just down on a connecting street, 15-year-old um, John Baxter saw what he described to be the same creature. Um, and that was on Miller Hill Road, which um, if I'll, you know, I'll put a map of Dover, Massachusetts in here, but all of these streets that these teenagers reported seeing this cryptid on all intersect each other, which I think is really neat. Um, they're all within the same region. So I'm like, they definitely all saw the same thing. Um, well, at least I'm convinced I all saw the same thing. But anyway, um, so later the next day, 15-year-old um, Abby Brabham, I don't know how to say her name. I did my best. Please don't butcher me. Um, she sees the same creature um, on Springdale Ave, which again, if, if you're looking at this map of 
Dover, Massachusetts. They're all relatively in the same area. They all connect to each other um, in some way. Like these roads are all in very close proximity to each other. So it's like very, very um, realistic to think that they definitely all saw the exact same creature. Um, especially because the two boys, uh, John Baxter and Billy Bartlett, um, both drew sketches um, and I will show them here. Um, and as you guys can see, they're very, very similar to each other. Um, so it's, there's no doubt in my mind, at least, that these teenagers have seen the same creature. Um, it's interesting too, because in 1972, uh, there was another man, Mark Sennett, who saw the same, what he thought was the same creature after hearing these um, reports, but in his situation he didn't get close enough to get an actual good look at it whereas like with these teenagers they were like one of them saw it sitting on the side of the road like on a stone wall just watching them one of them saw it like kind of come up to the side of the street and then like dive back into the bush um i don't remember where the third one was seeing it but i would assume it was probably in the same kind of like wooded setting um maybe darting across the street or jumping into the tree line or something along those lines um, so when, when you're talking about like the description of the Dover Demon, it honestly sounds like horrifying until you start listening to the way that some people describe it. Like one person described it as having a watermelon shaped head, um, and the body of an emaciated monkey. And I'm like that, I'm sure in real life is so scary, but <laughs> if you're just like thinking about it, you're like, wow, that looks fucking stupid. He doesn't look stupid. I'm just saying that's a silly description, but um, it's just really, it's interesting to like picture this creature in your mind, like something with like a weird skinny body and like a giant watermelon head. Like that's just like so crazy and like straight up like out of like a child's imagination. Um, another thing that, that people who have like reported seeing this cryptid have said is that it like has been seen walking on two feet but seems like because the majority of the sightings have been this way it seems like that it enjoys running on all fours which is definitely scarier i feel like when things like come at you on all fours it's like and especially if it's like a humanoid thing like it's definitely it just makes it like so much scarier to see like a human like running at you on all fours or like something that you perceive to be vaguely humanoid running at you on all fours that's just like a that's like a fuck no like please stay back kind of moment okay so in most of these sightings like these kids were interviewed by local newspapers um and gave their report of what they saw um to these newspapers to type up articles about them um, so I have like the stories, like the typed up stories that were reported um, from these kids and I want to read them to you guys because they're pretty interesting. Um, so first we have uh, Bill Bartlett. I'm going to read his first. This bizarre tale begins at 10.32pm on April 21st as three 17 year olds Bill Bartlett, Mike Mazoka, and Andy Brody are driving north on Farm Street. Bartlett, who is behind the wheel of a Volkswagen, spots something creeping along a low wall of loose stones on the left side of the road. At first he thinks the image is a dog or a cat until the headlights shine on it and he realizes it's nothing he's ever seen before. The figure slowly turns its head and stares into the light. Its large, round, glassy, 
lidless eyes shine bright shining brightly like two orange marbles its watermelon shaped head resting at the top of a thin neck is the size of the rest of its body except for its oversized head the creature is thin with long spindly arms and legs and large hands and feet the skin is hairless and peach colored and appears to have a rough texture like wet sandpaper bartlett subsequently tells cryptozoologist lauren coleman Standing no more than three and a half to four feet tall, the figure is shaped like a baby's body with long, long arms and legs. It had been making its way along the wall, its long fingers curling around the rocks when the car lights surprised it. Unfortunately, neither of Bartlett's companions see the creature. The sighting only lasts a few seconds, and before Bartlett can speak, the car leaves the scene. Then the creature is gone. Bartlett drops his friends off and goes to the Walpole Street home. Visibly upset, he walks through the door and his father asks him what's wrong. Bartlett relates the story and later sketches what he's seen. Um, so that's really, like, that's interesting to me. Like, seeing something with, like, marble-esque eyes and it's, like, clawing its way down the rocks. Like, you know, obviously if he has seen it in enough detail to describe the way it's gripping the rocks as it's, like, climbing around it, it's like, obviously that's not a cat. It's not a dog. Um, I would be shocked and worried if I like came home one day and my cat was like gripping things like walk in like that would just be I'd probably take her to the vet and be like help there's something wrong with this um so that's really like that's crazy to me but it's also like so strange that his friends didn't also see it like I don't know about you guys I maybe this is just because I'm like just like kind of scared of the woods but like when I drive anywhere, even if I'm not the one driving and we're going through the woods, I am like scanning everything being like, there's going to be something weird. It's going to pop out. It's going to scare me. And I'm just like constantly like watching the sides of the road and like in front of us because I'm just like, the woods really scare me. Um, and we'll talk about that another time. My like deep seated fear of the, the wooded areas. But I just like, I don't. If I were in that car, I would have been like, what the fuck is that, man? Like, what is that guy doing over there? Um, and I would have, like, backed up my friend Bill here. Um, I mean, granted, these kids didn't see it, so I can't really fault them too much. But if it were me, I would have definitely been looking because that's just how I am when I drive in a vehicle. Um, I also, we're going to get to this in a moment, but I love, like, that Lauren Coleman is involved in this because I love him. Um, it's like, I don't, I don't know anybody who isn't into cryptids who doesn't love Lauren Coleman because he is an icon. Um, so now I'm going to read the next one. We have John Baxter's, um, report now. Um, and this one is again from a newspaper. Um, so it's, take that as it is. Around midnight, 15 year old John Baxter leaves his, his girlfriend, Kathy Cronin's house at the south end of Miller High Road. Then Baxter starts walking up the street on his way home. Half an hour later, after he has walked about a mile, he observes someone approaching him. Because the figure is short, Baxter assumes it's an acquaintance of his, M.G. Bouchard, who lives on the street. John calls out and no response. Baxter and the figure continue to approach each other until the, finally the latter stops. Baxter then halts as well and asks, who is that? The sky is dark and overcast and he can only see a shadowy form. Trying to get a better look, Baxter takes one step forward and the figure scurries off to the left, running down a shallow wooded gully up the opposite bank. 
As the figure runs, Baxter hears its footsteps on the dry leaves. He follows the figure down the slope and then stops and looks across the gully. There he sees the creature standing in silhouette about 30 feet away, its feet molded on top of a rock several feet from the tree. The creature reminds Baxter of a monkey's, except for its dark figure eight shaped head. Its eyes, two lighter spots in the middle of the head, are looking straight at Baxter, who after a few minutes begins to feel uneasy. Realizing he has never seen such a creature before and fearing what it might do next, he backs carefully up the slope, his heart pounding. He then walks very fast down the road to the intersection at Farm Street. There, a couple passing in the car pick him up and drive him home. Um, that's really interesting too because this guy got close enough to be able to like see the whole thing in detail, you know? So it's like this wasn't even just like he passed by it driving down, like, you know, he, he got out and he followed it down and he, you know, locked eyes with this little thing and was like, you know what, actually, I'm good. I'm gonna leave because you're scary looking, which I think is fair. I think most people would have done that in that situation. But that's just, it's that's crazy. Like that's such a cool encounter to have. Um, I don't know, I just like, I, I'm like mind blown. Like that's that's so sick. And then, you know, he later went on to draw a sketch of this figure as well. So, um, and as we saw earlier, like it matches almost perfectly I mean granted everyone's perception of what they see is a little bit different um but they're pretty pretty much an exact match for two people who had a completely different sightings of this creature um so next I'm gonna read Abby Brabham um I hope I'm saying that right I honestly don't think I am but I'm doing my best so just bear with me um but I'm gonna read hers now and uh we'll go from there the next night, Abby Brabham, 15, was being driven home by Will Tainter, 18, when she spotted something strange in the road. Brabham, too, described a strange creature with large ovid head. Ovoid? Ovoid. I feel like I've never seen this word before. Anyway. And long spindly limbs. She said that the being was missing all facial, facial features except for its eyes, which were round and glowed bright green, a color that she steadfastly insisted on to the investigators, despite its idiosyncrasy. Tainter only caught a fleeting glimpse of the creature and said he saw something with a large head and tan body crouched on the road. Um, that's not a lot of information, but it's interesting that her, um, her friend had also spotted it too. Um, and described a similar color to the skin that was previously reported by Bill Bartlett, um, with it being like peachy almost, like tan is another, you know, it depends a little bit, I think, on the weather that's happening that night too. If it's overcast, it's gonna look a slightly different shade. Um, and it doesn't seem like they really had too many like lights on it, but I think, I just think this whole thing is so cool that like these people have like literally like Bill Bartlett and John Baxter had sightings within two hours of each other. And then the next day, this girl and her friend also see the same, what is described as the same thing, you know? And like her testimony of its appearance like lines up perfectly with um, Bill and John as well. And then, you know, her friend Will also seeing it and describing its like large head, which is a key part to this creature's appearance. Um, and then its body was like tan. It's just really cool. It's like really interesting that they all have such a similar like experience. I just think that's so neat. 
So it's, um, there were a bunch of explanations that people tried to give for why um, these three specific teenagers would have seen this creature um, in such rapid succession. Um, because the first two sightings, um, Bill Bartlett and John Baxter, were within a couple hours of each other. And then Abby Brabham was, you know, the next day. But there, some of the explanations that were given for why these kids would have seen this, one of them, which I feel like a lot of people jump to usually when somebody sees something that like isn't quite right or is unexplained, people usually will jump to being like, oh, well, they were intoxicated, they were on drugs, they were drunk, whatever. Um, when these, when Bill Bartlett and his friends reported this sighting, they were like, well, so actually, They admitted that they were actually looking for alcohol that night and had come up unsuccessful and they were on their way home and so they were completely sober because nobody would sell these teenagers beer <laughs> which yeah that makes sense um, another explanation that a lot of people um, gave for what this creature could have been so this one was more like not why they saw something and thought it was something else but this one was like this is what it could have been instead, was a baby moose or a foal. foal. Um, but unfortunately in Massachusetts, April is not full season. Um, there are no moose in Dover, Massachusetts um, at that time, or there were no moose in Dover, Massachusetts at that time. Um, and historically, those animals don't walk on two legs. Um, like a person and they kind of just can't really like sit on a stone wall um i i'm you know try to picture like a baby moose like sitting on a stone wall it's like you would know that that's you'd be like yeah that's not really right like that looks wrong but you probably wouldn't be like oh that's a weird alien you'd be like okay that's a moose trying to sit like a person like what a silly what a silly guy um so that's like that's weird. It like it's crazy to me that everybody like always well not everybody but like skeptics always jump to being like oh well they were drunk oh well they were this they were that it was this it was that because it's just like I don't know like have a little imagination like why can't it be an alien why does it have to be a baby moose you know why can't I be drunk and see an alien why can't I be drunk and see Bigfoot just wondering. Um, so the last thing I'm going to say on this uh, topic um, is that there was a surprise visit from Lauren Coleman to these three teenagers who had these reported sightings, which I think is so neat. You know, he sat down and talked to all of them and like as someone so famous in cryptozoology, I feel like that's like the exact right move to do in this um, situation, which is so cool and like also like it's really cool that they all got to meet him. Um, but he went on to say that he definitely thinks that their sightings were all credible, um, which is super cool. And basically, like, he had made a statement with something along the lines of, like, how their sighting matched um, nothing that we've ever seen before. Um, when you're talking, like, Bigfoot and Chupacabras and, like, the Roswell aliens and, like, things like that, the Kentucky Goblins, Mothman, like, this is something... The Dover Demon is something like completely new and it doesn't really fit the mold of any of the other kinds of cryptids that we've seen. There's too many um, appearance discrepancies, there's too many um, behavioral differences in a lot of um, the other cryptids that we have seen. Um, so I just think it's it's really neat to have somebody like, like Lauren Coleman like come and be like, 
yeah, so you guys definitely saw something and it was something brand new. Like, I just think that's so sick. Um, but yeah. Okay. Well, that's really, like, that's about the extent of the information that I have to share with you guys in the Dover Demon. Um, so my Dover Demon and I are going to go have some dinner and hang out. Um, <laughs> thanks, guys. Oh, God, Molly. Ugh.